Hello, friends. Today, I want to welcome a very special friend. Amy Fowler is here. Amy is a nurse, wife, and a woman, like many of us, facing and managing struggles. Today, she will chat with us and open and share some of her story. Let's have a listen. Hi, friends. If you feel depleted and at times overwhelmed, searching for more, if you want to reclaim your voice, peace, and power, this show is for you. I'm Evelyn Glick. I love fashion, interior design, and spicy foods. I'm obsessed with personal development and human behavior. Here, I'll be discussing mindset, relationships, lifestyle, and so much more. I believe to live an empowered life, we must crush those limiting beliefs holding us back from stepping into our fabulousness because playing small doesn't serve anyone. Hi, Evelyn. Thanks so much for having me here. Hi, Amy. So I'm so thrilled. Thank you for being here. Tell me a little bit about you and what led you to changing a little bit of your career path because I know you were a nurse. Yes. So I was a nurse for over 18 years and I loved it. I got into nursing because I wanted to work with children and I loved it. I had a great career. I uh, loved helping my patients and my families. It was so rewarding, but shortly after I started nursing, I developed chronic pain. So started with migraines and they were debilitating. I actually had to do multiple medical leaves and, and really struggled. My, my positions were really great. Uh, the management was really great at helping me and getting me off nights, but nothing really worked. So finally, about a year ago, uh, when I was on a medical leave, I just knew I was not going to be able to get back mm-hmm. to my job. And it, when I don't have a migraine, I'm great. I'm 100%. It, I love it. The moment I have a migraine, it gets worse because I stress about not being able to go in, about leaving my fellow co-workers high and dry, that kind of thing. So it was just a, a spiral of pain and then getting upset about the pain and then getting depressed and then the depression fed the pain. It was just a vicious circle. What I hear you saying also is that the stress probably has intensifies the the migraines as well, right? It, it has a, an added effect. Correct? Exactly. Yes, exactly. Like I'll get migraines no matter if I'm on the beach somewhere beautiful and have no stress <laughs> in my life. But the moment I have stress, it just makes it that much worse. So I left. I have a, an amazing. A husband who is super supportive. I was able to leave my job and just take a year to myself and just really work on getting healthy and de-stressing as much as possible. That's wonderful. And is that what led you to, for the listeners, Amy and I met through a fantastic program, Kathy Heller's program, that was the opening up for many of us women, particularly women, to find a new career path. Yes, exactly. So her ad popped up in my Facebook uh, ads and what she said just spoke to my soul. It was about finding purpose in, in your life and really being in service for others because that's the part of nursing I loved was helping other people. And I just felt like I'm only just over 40 years old, how can I be totally done being in service for others? So me to do this was everything to me. It uh, really showed me where I can help and do it 
it on my terms. That's the big thing. I can't work on someone else's schedule, but if I was an entrepreneur doing my own business online, helping other women, that was the key for me. How wonderful. It's, it's such a wonderful program because it do so much inner reflection mm-hmm. and inner growth in the process of peeling those layers until you find yourself. I know for me personally, I continue to pivot and expand and sort of find my way as I'm growing and learning. Tell me what what do you think holds us back as women? What what is holding us back from from making those changes, from stepping into another path that is maybe more fulfilling and more of our purpose? What do you think is that limiting factor? For me, and I know for a lot of women, it's truly believing in themselves and believing that they have greatness in them already. They just have to get rid of those limiting beliefs and truly step into the greatness and, and know that they're worthy of it. That was a big thing for me. I didn't know, I didn't feel that I was worthy of living this fantastic life. I already thought I lived an okay life. Um, I mean, I have loved ones, that kind of thing, but you're so much, you deserve so much more. And there is so much more within you that you do not realize that that is what people need is, and especially the broken parts of you. That's what it turned out to be for me. It was the part that I had shame about about and worries about judgment. That's the part that people need to see. And it's okay to show them because you're going to really help people by showing that part of you. Yes, I so agree with that. You know, the judgment part really resonates with me. Our self-judgment first, that keeps us small, keeps us hiding, keeps us from stepping up into our best selves, is those limiting beliefs. But the judgment is a real big one. And also, I think when it comes to careers, we think the traditional path is always the best path, right? It's the most secure, is the safest, the for 1k that you know all this stuff that traditionally you think is is good and it is for many for many it is but only if it's fulfilling right only if it really fills you and your purpose and brings you joy right and I saw it like my parents were entrepreneurs and they did well for themselves but they had to work so hard they worked long long crazy hours there was no Monday to Friday nine to five and even though they never verbalized, like, don't go into business by yourself. That was kind of exhibited for me. And I kind of wrote that story myself that it's to work for yourself is way too hard. You, and it's better just to go, go into your work, do your job and leave it. So you leave it behind, but no, it's not like that. When you truly step into your own greatness to into your own purpose, it doesn't need to be hard work. It should be fulfilling. Mm, I know it's so hard to see it that way, right? Because so many people struggle to get the success they need to get the abundance they need to meet a certain level of, of greatness, right? But the greatness is really starts inside of us. And then once we feel good there, we can expand outwardly. Um, What kind of limiting beliefs are you still, do you find you're still struggling with? For me, it's a lot about that 
am I good enough to help the people that I want to help? Are they going to actually want to come to me? Because sure, I have a nursing background, but I'm dealing with women that are suicide survivors or dealing with depression or past traumas. And I'm not a therapist. And so it's hard to get past that, that because I'm not an expert in the field, sure, I've gone through it myself and I've, I have healed myself. Um, but it's really hard to be like, okay, I don't have the diploma on the wall. So <laughs> that's the part that's kind of still a daily battle for me. A little bit of the imposter syndrome, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's creepy. Fun, funny, <laughs> before the program, I had actually never really heard of that. But it has always been in my life, even though I hadn't heard that term before. And I was like, oh, that's me. I always feel like, who am I? Yeah, I call it the, the little mean voice in our heads right? Yeah, <laughs> we say, Oh, no, you can't do that. You know, are you are you good enough to do that? Are you qualified to do that? Let's think about that. Why would they come to you? And the fact that you lived it, that's the expert in you, the way that you're surviving it and and opening up to it and finding ways of feeling better, that will be enough to help others. Tell, tell us a little bit about what your business is, what your goal is, because we touched on that now, might as well share with the listeners. Sure. So like I said, I've dealt with depression for way over 20 years and uh, with multiple suicide attempts. And I had a really bad one about 10 years ago that I really shouldn't have come back for from. And um, that was kind of a turning point in my life that I, when I woke up in the ICU, I really realized that, okay, I totally surrender to the fact that I am meant to be here. Now let's figure it out. So through this program, I'm able to figure out that by telling my story and holding space for women that are feeling suicidal, that are depressed or have had past traumas, that I'm able to help them with those feelings, let them flow out of them and to heal from them just by holding space. So I do one-on-one, I don't like to call it coaching. <laughs> it's more just helping bring those feelings out, give it what it needs and let let them flow out. And then I also do uh, starting a membership in March where we're going to, it's kind of like an, a, a beautiful, supportive, safe, sacred space for women to come together and really rise up together. And we'll help with dealing with feelings on a daily basis and letting them out so that they don't build up. I know a lot of people, they let things build up, build up because they push them down and they're afraid to open those floodgates because they feel like once it starts, it's all going to flow out. But if you do that on a daily basis, let those feelings out, they don't have to build up like that. Wow, that's such a wonderful story. The courage, right? The courage to to face it and the desire to overcome it. So wonderful. I mean, your service are needed. They are because depression and suicide is such a, a very deep and dark place to be that if you're able to help you know, you start with, with a few humans, you know, and it starts from there and it all makes a difference. That's wonderful. Who and what motivates you? My, oh, I might tear up. My, the person that I'm doing this for mainly is my husband. I met him, um, well working and we both come from separate marriages. We've been together for about six years now and I do this for him because I don't want him to ever find me the way my ex-husband found me. 
I don't ever want to go back to who I was, where I was suicidal, and I do not want to do that for him. So by doing this, by really, really help, like telling my story, I, I'm so full of purpose and happiness. And it's just so beautiful. I've never been so happy in my life. So I'm doing that for him. That's amazing. So tell me a little bit about that, if I may. So the suicide attempts happened with your previous marriage. Yes. Okay. Yeah. My Corex, he came home. He wasn't supposed to come home. And for some reason he came home and he found me in the bath and um, he had to call the paramedics and they had to revive me. and They brought me back to life. And so I just, that's such a traumatic thing for someone to have to deal with themselves. Right. And so I would never want my current husband to go through that or any, any of my family to go through that again. Right, understandable. The healing process takes a while. The desire to help others is probably, am I wrong to say that the fact that you want to help others heal, isn't that the most amazing and blessed feeling to have in order to really share what you went through? And you're helping with the process with others that are still managing and struggling in their dark place. Yes, because I've done a ton of healing over the last 10 years since my last attempt. And um, I've come a really long ways. But in the last six months, from telling my story and having that purpose, I think I've healed even more. Like it's just unbelievable what it how much healing can take place when you actually vocalize and tell your story. Yeah. And because do you find that it helps you connect with others? Community is so important, right? I, I realized in this program, I maybe maybe because of COVID too, maybe COVID had a little bit to do with us recognizing how important the human connection is. We, we come out thinking, oh my goodness, that was such a wonderful chat. I really connected to someone who's going through something that I'm going through. So was the human connection and voicing it and knowing people on the other side were rooting for you and connecting with you through that and resonating with what you're saying. Yes, that was huge for me. The community, like ever since my podcast came out with my story, I've had people from my past, from my present, from even strangers come to me and share their story and tell me that how much healing they've gone through just by listening to my story, because that helped them release their shame and their judgment of themselves. And that just meant like, it just means so much to me. It's so beautiful. So, so beautiful, Amy. Was it hard for you to talk about these traumatic experiences? Was it because once you put it in a podcast, right, it's, it's really as open and as out there as it can possibly be. I mean, we can share stories on a superficial level, but when you go really deep, how was that for you? Was it a process of really working that out or were you ready? I had to do it step-by-step. So I did it with some, I told my story, full, full story to some of my closest friends um, and just their reaction and that proof like 
there is no shame about what happened to me. Like, because I thought I would get judged, I held it back. But the moment I started telling it, I realized that there was no judgment. So then I went from just telling one or two friends to then I held a couple retreats where I had a group of women come together and then seeing how that opened them up, that gave me even more courage. So I did it by step by step. And trust me, when I had to hit that, you know, um, publish button on the podcast, I thought I was going to vomit. And afterwards it was like, oh, it was like this huge weight off my shoulders and off my chest. And I thought, oh, it feels good. And then the moment it was out and people started to tell their story, I just there is no, there's no stopping me now. <laughs> no, there's no going back. And the power of, of our voice, isn't yes. it amazing Huge. how powerful it can be to open up to all vulnerabilities and really just crack open those areas that are weak inside us and we want to help. Exactly. Helping, you know, helping is healing. Yes. And that's the thing. Like moment I saw how many people just telling my story help and the impact it had on their lives in that little whatever 15 minutes that I told it that I have the opportunity to help and if I didn't where would they be and that I couldn't live with that you're so needed it's so important what advice would you like to share it could be let's say depression what is your advice to them I think my biggest thing I want them to take away is I know I felt broken, but those pieces of you that you feel are broken, those are actually what makes you you. And those are the parts that are needed in this world. So don't hide them. Don't have shame over them. Just embrace them. Look at what's holding you back and really look at that time of your life. It's usually the past, right? And just what did you need at that time? And then give it to yourself give it to yourself now. It's usually love. You just need it to be loved by you. Yes, I so agree. Uh, accepting our imperfections. The broken parts are just imperfect and it's okay. It's yep. okay to be imperfect. It's okay yep. to be who we are. It actually makes us special. Exactly. You, and you are meant to be here. That's the big thing for me. Uh, like before I felt like I just wasn't meant to be here in this world, but I am. I mean, I need to be here. And so does everyone else. Yes, there's no coincidence. You're, I like to call it, you're part of the big puzzle. We all are. That's right. Yes. Yes. So I like to finish with a couple of rapid questions, filling the blank for me. Happiness is... For me, happiness is loving yourself just the way you are because you are perfectly imperfect and beautifully broken. Mm, I love that. What do you think the world needs? You. You are needed. Oh, Amy, this is so great. I would like to be remembered for. How would you like to be remembered? I think I just want to be remembered for helping others love themselves as much as they deserve to be. That's so great. Amy, thank you so much for being vulnerable, for opening up your heart and your time to us. Tell us a little bit about your podcast and where can the listeners follow you. And I encourage everybody out there that's in a dark place to reach out to Amy. She's your girl. Yes. So my my podcast is called In Her Feelings, and it can be found on 
all the platforms. The best way to follow me is on Instagram and I'm at treat.yourself.first. And you can find the links there in my bio to my memberships, to my one-on-ones and to my podcast in there as well. Wonderful. Amy, thank you again for being here and opening up to us. It was lovely. We'll stay connected. Thank you so much, Evelyn. What you're doing here is amazing. Thank you for having me. If you feel you've lost yourself, your voice, your power, I'm Evelyn Glick. My mission, my passion is to guide you and support you into stepping into your light, healing and growing into the fullest expression of who you are, managing the most important relationship of all, the relationship you have with yourself, and then expanding that knowledge and strengthening the relationships around you. Let's change that story. You do not have to play small. Let's crush those limiting beliefs and finally step into your greatness. You do not have to do this alone. If this resonates with you, please reach out. It's your life. It's time.